I am a very amiable individual. Uh, and when I use the word amiable, the, the spectrum of how you can apply it is quite broad, but specifically for this episode, I'm not that confrontational. I, I do not like confrontation. Um, I, I made a reference to Avatar The Last Airbender a couple episodes ago. I'm going to do it again. Aang's from the Air Nation. And when he was learning all four elements, the element that he had the most difficult time adopting, it, it was earthbending. They're just complete opposites. That's like me and arguing, butting heads. Usually, usually if I argue... I prefer it to be about something that doesn't really matter and in a hypothetical sense. I think it's fun to entertain those ideas. Like, is a, is a sandwich better or not without tomato? I like talking about that. I mean, you've heard the podcast. You're aware of that. But specifically, the, the point being, I'm, I'm amiable. Don't like butting heads. That's what we got to take away from this. I, I very much enjoy when everyone gets along. I, I, I really, it's weird. Like, if, for example, if someone who's conservative says something and then someone who's liberal uh, agrees or can appreciate their point of view, I, I I get like a warm feeling in my belly. And when someone who's a liberal says something, uh, and then a conservative individual, they just, they agree or appreciate. And then it will not even have to agree, but they can be like, you know what, I see what you're saying. And when there's a, that kind of level of respect, I get this weird feeling in my belly. It's like a warm feeling. And I smile. I, it, when someone from one culture applauds and appreciates another culture, even if they have a crazy amount of pride for their own country, I get like weirdly happy and satisfied. I don't know if emotional erection is an appropriate way to put it, but that's coming to mind for some reason. I don't know. I was, um, I, w- I was listening to the Joe Rogan experience the other day and he dropped this episode. I want to say it was a few months ago, but with a guy named Matt Brown, Matt Brown is a, I don't, I'm not sure if he's retired, but he's a mixed martial artist. Um, I want to say 37 years old. And when you look at Matt Brown, he's probably six foot one, six foot two. He has, uh, I don't have any tattoos. I've never given a tattoo. So, you know, take what I'm about to say with a grain of salt. I don't think his tattoos are the best. And on his left arm, he has this cross between a cliche tribal tattoo and barbed wire. If that doesn't paint a picture as to what Matt Brown comes off as, I don't know a better way to put it. And I had seen interviews of Matt Brown well before this conversation with Joe. He basically, and it was all around, well, it was all around like fights and stuff. So before fight, when he's cutting weight, and then at a weigh-in, and then after fight, and when you apply the amount of adrenaline, emotion, just circumstantially that comes in that one week leading up to a fight and after fight, I just don't think it's a good measure of how someone is on a regular basis. When you're cutting weight, uh, I don't. No one likes to you know, basically starve themselves and sweat a lot. I like to sweat a lot, but maybe not when I'm trying to meet a certain mark, especially when there's, you know, financial gain on the line. And when you're squaring off to someone in your boxer briefs, you know, three inches apart in front of millions of people, I got to imagine that puts some level of stress there too. And then after kind of the adrenaline high you get from sharing an octagon with someone, basically in boxer briefs again for 15 minutes at a time, I just can't imagine you're in the place you'd normally be on a day-to-day basis. And if you're like that on a day-to-day basis, I would love to meet who you are. But Matt Brown basically is on this, the Joe Rogan experience, and he starts opening up about his life outside of the octagon, how he kind of got there. Uh, He's from a rural town in Ohio, hardworking family, hardworking guy. But at a young age, and he, I feel like he described it out of some sort of misplaced sense of anger. He started uh, basically getting into drugs and alcohol. At one point, he OD'd on heroin, flatlined. I kind of touched on that. Was 
I, he might, I think he said life-changing for him, but he, basically he loved doing meth. And when I hear that someone loves doing meth, the last thing I would think that they would be into would be uh, reading books, breathing techniques, and meditation. And I don't want to seem like I judge a book by its cover. That's not at all who I am. But when I think of someone who's done meth, and keep in mind, I'm going off the show Breaking Bad, and the scary videos they'll show you in high school to say, like, don't do meth or this will be you, that's what I'm going off. None of the people in any circumstance of any of those displays ever seemed like you know, people that would be into breathing techniques, meditation, or reading books. But all of a sudden, Matt Brown is now talking about uh, arts and different art forms and, and the beauty in them and his library and his three kids and his wife, you know, the house in Denver, Colorado. Slowly but surely, Matt Brown is, he, he's not as much becoming, uh, you know, former meth addict turned MMA pro, but I'm not saying he's turning to Eckhart Tolle either. It's, it's this weird spiritual uh, mixture between like a Tony Robbins, motivationally speaking, and Chuck Liddell. That's a powerful combination. Uh, and as Matt Brown is appreciating different art forms, but still paying homage to his like violent roots, I got that warm feeling inside. The good feeling. Not as much the emotional erection this time, but kind of like a wholesome, whoa, like that's, that's change. It was the pear, you know, once not ripe, but over time becomes beautiful, juicy. The skin, a little grainy. But when you get really into it, the meat, decadent, delicious, it bruises easily, but at the same time, can't help but appreciate it. Yes, Matt Brown just got compared to a pear. And everyone, well, here's my thing. Do opposites need to attract for me to feel good? Not necessarily, but it certainly doesn't hurt. 